2: Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender, Loving Care with your hosts myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided that we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé, before. The 90 days as you probably know our podcast tender loving care which is available on all podcasting platforms as new episode each wednesday in that podcast we break down a show from the tlc network past or present deep dive and discuss the glorious chaos we've decided to watch even more tlc and get in of the new season of before the 90 days and release it as some more content for you our beautiful beautiful trash tv loving listeners hello kate you're back from
3: the dead <laughs> yes i'm recovered i'm feeling much better we are okay. matching in our french looking striped little uh, oui, oui, we okay okay
2: we got onto the skype and we're doing a little bit of housekeeping for the party and we realized we're wearing like practically the exact same shirt it's so 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 cute and amazing and wonderful um and I realized we've been talking for like about an hour and I didn't ask you once how you were feeling. It's <laughs> just That's okay. Like it's
3: old news at this point. I'm feeling a lot better. But um, do you think it
2: was like full on COVID?
3: I don't know. I mean, I didn't test, but I had the symptoms of like the latest strain of it.
2: Dude, if we're going to head back into that hellscape again, I am holding up in this apartment we are going to release a potty episode every day. I think we're just going to say it now. If we go back, here's our promise to you listeners if we go back into lockdown, Kate is going to be in Austin, I'm going to be in LA, and we are going to go through the entire Discovery Plus Network HBO documentaries, and we're releasing a pod every day. End of story.
3: You guys will be so sick of us. It'll but be amazing. No, I, it, it was okay. And I, took let's see i was like out the whole weekend i took monday off work and then just went back to work tuesday i still felt like crap but i i work from home if listeners don't know so i was just like whatever i'm just gonna log on and like kind of do what i can um and then every day after that better and better got the energy back but oh my god i was in bed for three days yeah you
2: really those messages i was like shit she's ill ill yeah,
3: it was not uh, good. Well, I'm best. glad
2: you're back. And and thank you so much for your, pa- for your patience, guys, because we have been flip-flopping. Kate was ill. I had some stuff going on, but we're back on track. So you're listening to this right now, a little bit delayed on Wednesday. Um, we're also releasing today our Wheel of Shame episode. On Friday, we're going to be releasing our... We were supposed to release our Patreon and subscriber last weekend, uh, last week, but we're going to be releasing it this Friday, plus our Bravo coverage and the following week will be another subscriber episode. So you won't miss out on all of that. Um, we've got a lot going on, but just thank you everyone for your patience. Um, we always keep you updated on our Instagram. So hopefully you saw that um, and also saw that I've been deep diving um, reality stars, LinkedIn profiles, and it brings me so much joy. I did the orange County edition and the photo that Tamra Barney's using—I mean, woo! That's from the old days.
3: My favorite was Vicky's because she puts she has so many hyphenates. It's like oh, uh, finding, l- letting you live the best life you can yeah. and selling you insurance.
2: Photo yep. <laughs> insurance, everyone Koto slash Koto insurance.
3: mogul slash whatever. It was so. It funny. was amazing, and then somebody, some of our amazing
2: listeners, reached out. And on one particular one, Mr. Slade Smiley and wrote, one of our great listeners wrote um, to us, I'm sorry, I don't I, I don't have um, your name in front of me right now, but wrote to us and said, so hang on, he's really got a production company named after his deceased son that he had nothing to do with. Ouch. And then another <sighs> one of our great listeners wrote in and said, um... Does somebody want to tell Slade Smiley that there are not um, periods between LLC? <laughs> that was great. Oh
3: my god!
2: Thank you so much for DMing us, guys. It was brilliant. We always love hearing from you. Our Instagram Tender Loving Care podcast. Um, so, guys, we've got a lot to get through. We're going to go through our ninety day. But before that, Kate, I want to let you know that I've been. Wa- I I think I watched a film this past weekend that I would say is going to sweep at the Oscars like it's gonna pick up everything okay best actor best director best screenplay um and that is the Meg 2 hey (laughs) (laughs) okay I about it I went with my friend and we went to like one of the local movie theaters here, and we watched it on like a Random time of the day, and it was just me when I got in there. So you know, I get my snacks. I love to get my movie movie theater snacks that cost like a week's pay. You know, you get your. Got to get my my Coke Zero. Got to get my Price. Coke Zero. Tons of ice. Yep. Um, and I'm an AMC Stubbs. You know, not not to. I don't want to brag, guys, about my lifestyle, but I am an AMC Stubbs member. So I get upgrade. Mm-hmm. Get upgrade to get a, get a big big drink right high hi, roller um, <laughs> well high roller so i get one of those drinks that you never finish it's a disgusting amount of soda but gotta get it gotta get it there was actually there was this meme that um, i'm gonna put on my personal instagram it was like from this british account and it was um a photo of a girl saying oh this is so good and it was a double big gulp from Seven Eleven that was filled with mountain dew and it said um on it This contains um, an entire cup of sugar and the British person right above. How is anyone in America still alive?
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Unclear.
3: Unclear.
2: So I get so I got to get my diet coke. And what I love about the movie theaters is, this, you know, you go into you get the soda selection. Love the soda selection machines. You know, oh, you get AMC's the flavors got it down. Yeah. Woo! So I go in there, get my Coke Zero. Then I add, which makes no get Coke Zero because you know it's super healthy, Kate, because there's zero zero calories, zero sugar. Um, but then I press the cherry flavor, and that's just sugar syrup. But you know.
3: Just a little though, because if you get an entire thing of cherry Coke, it's so sweet. Like yes. I like to, I like to just, I do that too. I get a diet Coke and then I'll just, if I'm feeling a little spicy, I'll just get a little shot of the flavored one just Ooh. to, just to amp it up a bit.
2: Love it. Just a dabble yeah. to D-A. yeah. So I get that. And then, you know, I'm always torn because I love my plastic cheese movie nachos. Ugh. Love, love, love. Yes. And there have been many a time people have criticized me quite, quite loudly for ordering them because a, they're like, that's disgusting. That's not even cheese. How can you eat it? These are st-. You know what? I-, I love that the chips are just a-, a little bit stale. And I love that warmed up plastic cheese Mm-mm-mm on nachos. So, so hardens,
3: good. hardens
2: in about 30 seconds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. And it's usually boiling hot as well. So it'll burn you and then harden immediately. <laughs> so it's, just, it's a great combination. <laughs> um And so I got that and we sat down. And then um my friend walks in and I'm shouting, whoop, we're the only one in the bag. And then she's followed by two other people. I was like, ah. Anyway, they came in. We started watching this film. And when I tell you, I was dancing in my seat with joy. Jason Statham, all five foot seven of him, okay, is saving us from the Meg. And I watched the first one, obviously. Um, and there were points where I was just, I was applauding, was dancing in my seat, and I was laughing. And I oh, there was a point as well where he has this very odd relationship with like this 15-year-old girl. And I started to shout,
3: kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> okay i this is inspiring me because not to brag but i am a member of my local theater the alamo wow remember the alamo and it uh it also has amazing food all of this um i think maybe what i should do this weekend is watch the first because i haven't seen the original meg Oh, so I will watch that from the comfort of my own home, yes. and then venture out and watch the sequel right after. I think there's sounds- nothing
2: like seeing these Oscar-winning soon-to-be Oscar-winning performances in the movie theater. You know, right. there's a point where Jason, where Jason Statham is. I think they said about 600 kilometers under the surface, and he's just walking around on the surf and the and the in the bed the ocean bed um pressure didn't get to him because he had a suit on but then stuff happened with the not going to go not got go no spoilers but he was able to actually swim down there because they said that you won't you won't explode from the pressure if you just keep water in your nose uh, in your nose so he's just swimming around he's just swimming around surviving everything saving everyone and he's Jason Statham. And and you know, it's really great as well because there's women in it that, you know, they're constantly, you know, battling against these sea creatures and their water and they're getting thrown off boats and thrown off jet skis and just escaping this this shark. And then um their makeup's perfect and their hair's perfect when they come out of the water. So it re- it's just remarkable, remarkable feat of cinema. Ugh.
3: It, it is. I can't even go in a pool without coming out looking like a drowned rat or something. So I'm it's, always impressed when people are on jet skis and they look fabulous.
2: So great. So I would highly recommend that. Something else I need to recommend, and guys, we could talk forever about it. We're not going to. We're going to save that for another episode. But it is Sister Wives. Kate, you need to get your eyeballs on this latest episode.
3: I heard Janelle takes a stand. Kate
2: it is getting we didn't th- like the like June Diane um Raphael says we waited 16 well, they're on they're on what season 17 we waited there were 16 seasons of nothing and then we're <laughs> finally being rewarded but last episode we didn't think it could get better than Christine sat with Mr. Ringlets and just laughing in his face when he said he had COVID and was really depressed. I mean, it was so great. And now this episode was outstanding. It was brilliant. You have to get your eyeballs on it, Kate.
3: Oh, what a rewarding conclusion to this epic saga of a family. Well, I mean, I'm sure they'll keep going as long as they can, but
2: They'll keep going, but it, it it really is good. He's just getting oh. angrier and angry. I mean, he's lost his mind. He's fully lost his mind due to COVID nineteen, and I love that he calls it <sighs> COVID nineteen all the time.
3: I'll put it's... I'll put it on after we record or something because right. yeah, I've right. been wanting to see Janelle's big episode. Oh, we'll
2: get into it. So what we do need to get into, guys, we're all here for 90 Day Fiancé Before the 90 Days. And yes, we can discuss the whole thing about Paul from Paul and Karini going missing and Karini claiming he was dead and writing about his life insurance. No joke. Um, But he's been found and he's fine. So that was all just like, I don't know what it was, Kate.
3: Well, that's the new thing now is like faking yep. your own death. Yeah,
2: yep. and yes, I know. It happened with that little Tay... Yeah, little girl. Yeah. And, and a, a bachelor star or something.
3: Um, it's that guy who dated two 90-day women and he dated two Love After it Lock Up Him? women. Yes. And he was dating Monica Beverly Hills, who's from RuPaul's Drag Race. Like he just dates women from any reality show to just wow. remain relevant and then oh he got hacked yeah okay
2: oh my oh it was him it was got him. it got it got it um he, so he wait, dated
3: karini by the way Car- yes he
2: think- did okay got uh, it got yeah, it yeah. yep full circle you're right he did um anyway paul's been found okay. so we are on episode 14 of 90 day and it's called dirty dancing so every single episode has been i don't know why they decided to name these all after films it was weird choice but it was a choice. Hey, who do you want to start with? Where do you, what country do you want to go to?
3: Uh, let's see. How about Amanda and Razvan? Yeah. I, I mean,
2: we said this last week. She, look, she doesn't love him or see a future with him. That's it. She doesn't um this episode he pulled back it's just it's so childlike all we're watching is he pulls back and then she goes oh no 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 actually pay me attention love me and fancy me and want me and then he does and then she's like "Mm, we're not gonna work out and then she goes and meets the family she's like we're gonna be together forever I i don't know what to do with these tk
3: i know it's just back and forth you're right it's like they're in high school or something So they go to Croatia this episode and meet the family. And I was like, why are you even doing this?
2: She's, do you think she's malicious? Do you think there's malice behind all of this? Or as Ramona says, maliciousness (laughs) behind what she's doing?
3: I don't. I think she's, I think you have to have some level of attention seeking to go on this show sure but i don't i don't find her to be evil or you know have malintent with this i i just think she is freaking out because she's alone for the first time in her life yeah basically because she as we've said before got with her ex-husband when she was 18 or 19 years old yeah And so she's never been alone before. So she's freaking out and making these rash decisions and she got in too deep and now she's on this show and she wants to save face. And so she's acting like it's a real thing.
2: Okay. Yeah, I think that's pretty succinct. I I don't like her and a lot of people really don't like her. We've heard from some of our listeners who really don't like her and I get it. Because yeah. this guy's crying, he's utterly confused. He doesn't understand what's going on. She's not being honest with herself or with him. Right. And then she sat there talking about his ex-wife with the family. But what's the point? You're not gonna be with Razvan. I but then you know, but then again, 90 Day always loves to surprise us, right? We could go on to I'm sure there's going to be another season with her. I bet there will be. She'll go back to Louisiana. And I think Razvan will probably come over. I think he'll come over, but it's not going to go anywhere. She's never going to marry him. Just let him go already.
3: That's absolutely what's going to happen with with these 90-day couples. You can be watching a couple and think, be so sure, oh, they're toast, they're toast, they're over, it's over, and then cut to the tell-all and they're like pregnant and engaged.
2: It's just, once again, terrible people making terrible life decisions. (laughs) and. That's what we're here for.
3: Yeah. So they get to Croatia. They're sightseeing and then they go to dinner at his parents' house. They seem pretty nice. And Mm -hmm. they get into this conversation about his ex-wife. And the dad is saying that the ex-wife, he thinks that the ex-wife pushed her views on Razvan and didn't listen to him and didn't actually love him. And he's really hurt by it. And the dad starts crying.
2: Yeah that was i know that was intense and then she sat there she's it's just not interesting enough for me to pay attention to like this is the one these are the scenes that because it's it's going to be the same thing for however many episodes are left in back and forth back and forth it's gonna be the same conversation and that's what we're gonna hear yeah so, or however long they're left i don't know how many episodes we have left of this if we're on we're on 14 right now
3: um yeah, maybe one or two
2: do you think so yeah probably mm-hmm. so i think they need to wrap them up
3: because there'll be three tell alls so that'll there bring it to be. about 20 total episodes yeah. maybe maybe three more episodes i don't know it's hard mm-hmm. to tell but with um with rasvan did we get confirmation that his visa came through
2: or am i making that up
3: i think it did because then yeah he That's all he could talk about. And then remember she was like, but my kids might not be ready for that.
2: It did come through. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, All right. So that's, that's those two. I mean, we have, did we see these just don't, these people don't interest me at all. And I said a load about them last week, Riley and Violet. Did we even see them this week? No,
3: no, they, they weren't on it.
2: Got it. And obviously Tyree's done. Um, so we have Chris, we have Statler, Christian and Cleo. We have David and we have Gino and Misha. Well, Misha, let's go to Israel, um, which every every scene of Israel, I just need to go there. I'm desperate to go to Israel now. Um, we start off with, we start hearing that and it's a beautiful church scene and um they're sat and they're praying and then they go to do the stations of the cross which is as as um, misha said it's huge for for catholics to do this and it's basically um you do this you you go certain times before easter to do the stations of the cross there's certain prayers and things you say and it's about the steps that um jesus took to uh, as he was going to be uh killed crucified um so, um, yeah, so we uh, see them doing that and kind of reenacting it, which is a very popular kind of touristy thing to do. And then we have them on the – they go to the Dead Sea. And, you know, Misha's telling us, I'm very attracted to him. I'm very attracted to Nicola. Um, you know, I love his innocence. Um, like, she wants to kind of corrupt him. She's like, I love his innocence and um he's just very sexually attractive to me and you I mean she is so beautiful I mean she
3: really is gorgeous right she she is and she keeps hoping for these romantic moments and he really can't slash won't deliver them he doesn't have that swagger that I think she is seeking the sexy sophistication sufficient sophistic- yeah sophistication so yeah they get there and they're rubbing the the mud mm-hmm. on themselves and she's like oh come on rub it on me or whatever and he's like oh, I'm gonna show her that I'm a romantic person and and put this mud on her body yeah and he proceeds to rub the mud on her as if it's like it's a stranger's dog at a park that he's met yeah. in, that he's meeting and he's petting yeah. the dog. It's like yeah. just smearing it with no it's not caressing her her curves or no, no. And he was getting it.
2: in there as well in her bikini. Like he was getting in there so I was like, "Well, come nothing, just nothing." Nothing. I I wonder with him cuz he is you know, very childlike and sexually very immature, obviously, because he's I mean, he's no clue about sex, no clue about a woman's body, even though in this he starts protesting. I know about women. I know. And I'm like, you're in for a shock, buddy. He's like, I know about women. I learned about this. I know about women. And she's like, you really don't. He goes, yes, I do. Um, but, you know, he's no Harry Dubin. The Harry Dubins of the world. This is a Housewife reference, guys. Harry Dupin of the world, you can meet a man that's maybe not kind of as attractive or your type, but when they, they have that confidence. They, and it is a sexual confidence. Some call it BDE, like whatever it is, it's just they know that they've been with a ton of women and they just walk into a room and you go, yep. Like, that's what she is wants and i'm just they have this whole conversation about oh yeah when we get married you know i know that she wants it constantly i'll be able to do it and i'm like dude can you imagine being 43 you have sex for the first time you're gonna want it you know when you first have sex that's all you want to do is just constantly have sex every single minute so he's gonna be doing
3: all that at 43 but it's... he won't know how to please her probably yeah. in the ways that she's used to and wants and so I think right now she's deciding among many other things about their relationship but she's deciding do I really want to spend the next five years teaching him how to make me have an orgasm yeah <laughs> No. And, and he's going to be like, he's going to be a teenage boy
2: obsessed as soon as he has it one time, that first yeah. time. He's going to just want to do that. So they won't be, a, and that will be like their wedding night. Then they won't have a chance to like work on their marriage because I think he'll just be so obsessed with sex.
3: And I think that will frustrate her. That's my theory anyway. Um, he I do not take his time rubbing this mud on her body though. Like he's not going to take the time in bed with her i don't think
2: i i don't know what's going on i know that he's going to propose he's already already said it This she's leaving soon they're coming to the end of this and he's going to propose to her um what do you think she's gonna do
3: i don't think she's gonna say flat out no i think she's going to either say yes and then off camera be like we need to have a long engagement yeah or maybe she'll say that on camera she'll say let's hold off i need to get to know you more i need to visit you again or you should come visit me work
2: out that's a good one i think she'll
3: yeah i think she'll put it off somehow i don't know that she'll give a flat out no because she has invested seven
2: years of her life this is making me really nauseous thinking of that
3: seven years I know. And, and it's so clear that he gave her the ick in person because they're sitting at this cafe. He brings coffee over to her and he's like, he barely gets to the table. He's like, aren't you going to say thank you to me for bringing the coffee over? He's on edge because he thinks that he can sense that she's not as excited about him as she was on the phone. Yeah. And uh, then he brings up that she never says I love you back to him. And then the cameras, yeah. the editors are so shady. Woo. And they show like three different times where he's like, I love you. And she's just like, Oh, thank you. Yeah.
2: Thank you. It reminds me of um iconic Julia louis Dreyfus um's character in Veep. Whenever her daughter Catherine came in and was like, Thanks, Mom, I love you, and she just goes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's literally like that. And I have I said that incorrectly. It's not Nicola. Nicola isn't 43. He's 46. And Misha is 43. She is banging. She's got a great personality. She wants to go and have fun. She's so gorgeous. She's so hot. She's a banging body. I just wanted to go. I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to go. And go and have sex with a ton of hot guys and then marry a good Catholic guy that she wants. I mean, I, this is not for her. So you're right. I think she'll say yes and then it'll be the tell all, right? When's the wedding day? You know, we know how it goes down. It'll be like, um, we're
3: trying to work, you know, visas and stuff like that. Yeah. It's so clear with her phrasing of things too. She tells the camera, I have no doubt that I love this person. It's like, <laughs> What's there-
1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
3: Really what a passionate love affair sounds like. And uh, she's like, I don't think there's time left on the trip for us to fix all of our issues, but there is time to decide if I want to. That's basically she's, trying, wow. she's just trying to figure out is this even worth yeah putting up with and you know training him how to date me and be with me a lot
2: of work that is a lot to take on especially it at that little.
3: age yeah it's like, you just too want much. someone yeah too
2: much misha um let's go over to love young love's young dream in panama gino and jasmine Now, Kate, I said on the potty last week, I was very upset that we could not discuss together that that fight when she threw that toothbrush out of the bathroom. I lost my shit. I mean, it was a it was beautiful work last week. It really was. And her screen. So we left it and they replayed it of her storming out of an interview with Gino. Because Gino said, well, my family, once we're married, you and your my family are equal. And she's just hysterically screaming, I need to be number one. I need to be number one. And um, then she screams to him, I had sex with my, I'm going to go and have sex with my ex. I had sex with him a month ago. I have it filmed and I can show it to you and then they scream obscenities at each other and go their separate ways. We're done, we're done, we're done. Uh, This week, uh, she sat outside crying, obviously, and Gino ends up coming over, and she gives this whole speech of, like, we're done, I can't do this anymore. Did he even bring up, did you have sex with your ex a month ago?
3: Yes, yes. He... So when he first comes up to her, he says, "I don't think you should have yelled that." <laughs> yeah, no <you're> shit, Sherlock. <laughs> yeah, but you know he's so scared of her; he's like terrified. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think you should have said that. And he he asks if it's true what she said that she cheated on him, and she had there's this long pregnant pause, and then she goes, "No, it's not true." I, oh, I, I just said it because I was hurt. Oh, okay, Jasmine absolutely okay. is true don't you think I
2: think it's 100% true yeah absolutely yeah. I think she she's been banging this guy as much as she can and so did this dumb dumb fall for it did he accept what
3: she said on the on the outside he did I think deep down he knows the truth but he says okay and uh then she is talking in her confessional about how it's it's not enough for her that he ranks her on the same level of importance as his family and not higher than them. And, um, and then that's when she's like, I think you should leave and we should break up. And then Gino's like, well, how is this different from all the other times you said that? And then you came back and wanted to be together. And what's different now? She says, she no longer believes that they can make it work and she doesn't feel loved or appreciated enough to give her life up in Panama to move to the States with him where where his family is and where she thinks she has this vision in her mind that they're all going to gang up against her and Gino's going to take their side
2: so he ends up just going off in a taxi right
3: uh yes he He walks away. He sits there for a second because I think he's trying to decide if this is a test, like if she wants him to fight for her. Actually, (laughs) yeah, which she absolutely does. Yeah, but then eventually he's just like, "Okay, I guess I should go." And then he he just walks off.
2: Okay, and and that was the end of them. We see next week that there that she's saying that she then changes the tune, like I really want to work on this. (sighs)
3: <sighs> but then Gino is saying in next week's episode that he, he doesn't think that anything's going to change which it's not, it's, it's, it's not. Can you
2: imagine if she Oh! Another one of our amazing listeners, I just remember this because my sentence was going to be, can you imagine her being over here with that family and what a monster she would be? One of our amazing, beautiful listeners. And once again, I'm so sorry I don't have it in front of me because I turn my phone off when uh, we start recording. Sent us a clip that was going around of Jasmine and Gino in America at a Target or something together. <sighs> God. She, can you imagine her with that family and plus he says he wants a child and she doesn't want a child done right. done 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 but of course not in the 90 day world. the 90 day world is such a bubble of let's look at the things that can destroy relationships and we'll put out the top five or you'll go through all of those five while you're dating And then still get married and have kids. Like that's the 90 day way.
3: It is. It's a lot of people who can't face their truth. You know, they they don't have the courage to say what they really feel or set boundaries. And so they just they get themselves in deeper and deeper in these terrible relationships with people that are not right for them in so many ways. And then they're on TV. And so they... And they've and they've told their families and everyone in their life about it. And hey, we're gonna come over to your house, mom, and film this weird show. And this is who I'm with. And so then they just to save face, they just like stay with them and pretend like it's going great when it's really just terrible, terrible, terrible.
2: It's it really is. So um, yeah, no doubt we'll see Gino and Jez- Jasmine's wedding special. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, David and Sheila. This was. <laughs> for david so this makes me this was a nice because these two D- we said this before kate david and sheila genuinely care for each other
3: yeah they're every season there's a couple where you're like oh actually i think yeah. they respect each other and love each other <laughs> And this is it yes
2: we see that david's getting ready to propose they go out for this dinner I've never, never seen sweat
3: like it in my life. Oh, yeah, he's sweat. Well, they go on that catamaran first and they see the fishies and the turtles. That was cute.
2: Oh, they do. I forgot about that. Yeah, they do. They do.
3: He wears these... You know what I realized on that boat because he's in his swimsuit is like he's in pretty good shape, but he wears... I didn't even realize that, though, because he wears that ginormous red T-shirt all the time. Yeah. And then it, and then it cuts to the dinner and he's wearing like a fitted button up that's very yeah. sweaty, but it fit him. And I was like, oh, he's he's a lot slimmer than I even realized because of that it's, big T-shirt. It's true. And apparently
2: is a big D, too. So, you know, David's got a lot going on. He does. Um, and Sheila's happy with it all. So you're right. They have that trip, and he's talking about how nervous he is because he's going to propose. We see them at the dinner, and he is sweat. I mean, the temperature where he is as well, but sweating through his shirt. And he's she's like, "You're sweating a lot," and um she says she was just unhappy because you know she just lost her mum. She's going through a ton of emotions. Yes. Um, and she said, "I just don't really feel like I have an appetite," and they're at this dinner. And he proposes, and it was well. He, get, <laughs> he gets he propo- <laughs> proposes. She says yes, and then he just knocks over wine glasses and breaks glasses, <laughs> just
3: red wine covering the table. But they don't even care; they're so happy. And another thing I really liked about this episode is that she, that we we lost the interpreter friend. <laughs> yes. And because because Sheila is finally putting more of an effort in with signing and she's a lot better at it than I realized. And I think she tells us at one point she's just been nervous to do it because and I get that, you know, you're learning a different language and you just feel embarrassed to do it because, you know, you're not fluent and maybe you'll say it wrong or whatever. So she she was putting an effort in and he really, really appreciated that. And it was, yeah, Amy's no. Amy's been banished.
2: Um, <laughs> so she's gone. Um, but it was nice to see. So they're engaged and they look very, very happy. But obviously we still have her son. So I think John, John Quill is his name. So they really have to figure out what's going to go on because he said he didn't want to go to America. And, of course, Sheila wants to go and join David in Nebraska. And... Um, yeah. So we'll see what, that next week.
3: What do you think they'll end up doing? Do you think she'll stay if, if John Reed doesn't want to go or will he stay with family and she'll go over there for a little bit or what what do you think?
2: I think he'll go. I think I think he will. I think yeah. she will she's not gonna leave without her child and I yeah. think he'll go. I think yeah. they'll they'll all go over to Nebraska. They may and leave then there right
3: now. And then we'll see them on Happily Ever After or something. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I think they'll go. I think they'll end up there. Um, Let's go to jolly old England um, with this ding dong that can't get worse. I mean, she is a monster. Okay, we're talking about Statler and Dempsey. I mean, (laughs) they just, Statler. So Statler's going, we see them getting ready because they're getting putting their makeup on and getting ready because they're going to go and meet Dempsey's friends. So they get into the, the thing. And you know that Statler's nervous, like we all are when we meet our partner's friends for the first time. Absolutely. And you can tell she's nervous. The friends seem really nice. And, of course, the American pronouncing Edinburgh is always his, Edinburgh, Edinburgh, is always so ridiculous. It's funny. Anyway, Um, So they kind of make fun of her that. But I thought she handled it well. She was just like, oh, Edinburgh, Edinburgh. Okay. And she she tells her friends, we're going up to Scotland and I'm taking Dempsey away. And it's going to be like romantic. She doesn't know where we're going. And Dempsey's really excited for it. And they're like, well, what do you plan when you're doing that? And was just like sex. And they're like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. And she's like, well, it's what I'm good at. It's what I'm, I have a lot of experience. And then she just starts listening listing her sexual exploits and it's it's it was just very hard to watch not because she's talking about sex but because she's talking about she's so nervous and that nervous energy so she's overcompensating and it's just hard to watch someone do that. We've all done it, but it's like,
3: oh, I don't want to watch it. She keeps digging herself in deeper. And no. just, she admits in her confessional, she's like, I know I am coming off like such an asshole, but like, I just couldn't stop talking and like making it worse. And then uh, she, after being like, yeah, sex clubs, yeah, just have sex everywhere, blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, uh-huh, Lindsay and Georgia. And then she's like, Well, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Just number one. I don't know why I told you that. <laughs> it's
2: yeah, she's just she oh. she's just nervous and that's fine. And I think Dempsey could probably do a little bit more to calm her and she doesn't really. Yeah. Um and I think she should step in a little bit if because when someone's very nervous, it's nice to just be like, All right, we're all good. And then we didn't really see much of their night out, just her being a, being really cringy and nervous. And then we see them getting ready to go to Edinburgh.
3: Oh, well, th- real quick, sorry, just because this will come up later. They talk about, after all the sex stuff, they ask about the long distance part of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And then Dempsey's like, well, actually Statler said that she, uh, I think she wanted to be sweet on on Valentine's Day, but um, she brought up she wants to move in with me because her lease is ending. So she wants to move in with me as soon as possible. And uh that and then Statler's awkward about that. Oh, typical lesbian move. And they're like, Well, do you just want to do you want to move in with her or you just want to move here? And she's like, yeah. Oh, hell no, it's so cold here. I, I I'm only moving here because of her. And um yeah. and then she goes to the bathroom and then yeah, but I want to bring up they they like bring up the her moving in really quickly yeah, thing.
2: yeah and that was just like you don't you're in someone's country you don't tell them oh no i hate it here but you know i'm going no <laughs> no love you're right so they do that and they're going to edinburgh and then they're talking in the car and she's just like i want to be i'm the type of person i hate hearing this from people i'm the type of person who's been in a relationship i'm with you all the time you've just got to know as an adult that that's incredibly unhealthy You know, it's not romantic to say, I never want to leave your side. It's overbearing
3: and it's very, very unhealthy. It takes away all of the exciting parts because that's, and I, I think that's what one of her friends says is like, oh, well, keep it exciting. You know, like she should just move here, but not in with you and maybe not even the same town. But you guys, you know, keep it exciting, see each other on the weekends. She can make her own life here and then build it up from there. And it's it's fun instead of it being this desperate, I don't have anywhere to live and I'm moving in with you. And
2: yeah. we're you know,
3: it it's it's not it's just not cute. I don't know.
2: It's not attractive. It's yeah. really not attractive. Um, so then they get to Edinburgh. And I think at Edinburgh Castle, and we see next week that she's Dempsey's adamant that she wants to be pregnant and have a child. And Statler doesn't. Once again, these are things that you're supposed to talk. This is what this is about. Talking about what you are, seeing if you're compatible. And once again, they are not compatible.
3: No. Because and then it, it it's very upsetting to Dempsey, and it looks like she's packing up to leave, and she's talking to the producers about it. And yeah, I'm surprised that that never came up in the seven months that they've been talking about stuff. I don't, you know, know
2: what it could have. And that stat Statler's like, blah, 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 pretend I don't hear it. You know, she could have been yeah. like that. She's, she's there's a lot going on there. Um. So that was kind of the end of it. So we'll see next week. There's probably going to be a blowout.
3: Um, Which is a sh- and- They had a nice moment in the bubble bath. I thought that was cute. Yeah. They seemed happy in that moment. But just, that's, just- I mean, you have to agree on that. The kid yeah, thing.
2: Yeah. I, I just see um, Dempsey is just, she's so... She's pulling away and she's nervous, and it just she's I think she's scared about hurting her, but she knows you're looking at a woman that knows deep down this isn't going to work, but she just doesn't want to tell her yet. Right, right. Then we stay in England to see Christian and Cleo. Now, oh, I have made my feelings very clear about Christian. I will say we opened up to see Cleo's. Chunky angel cats, which was wonderful, so stunning, so beautiful, so brave. And, um, I did put in here that the, the camera person must love cats because we had a ton of shots of them in this episode, which was it was like reaction shots to the cats. I loved that, it <laughs> yes. I was really happy a about big it. part of
3: these scenes, which is a nice break from looking at Christian's face
2: and that. Uh, um. Sorry, I. Just listen. I understand. It. it, it I, I am not a man that's losing his hair, and it is. Uh, it must be a horrible insecurity and a horrible thing to happen, especially if you're younger and you're losing your hair. But he's. I. I have such a visceral reaction to his thinking. He is charming, and I went off last week about this. You're not charming. You're not funny. You're not debonair just you're not kidding anyone and you're walking around thinking you are you're you are an embarrassment that's what I just want to say I think I I think some very Bethany Frankel there I think she screamed at Ramona once you are an embarrassment (laughs) and he is he's just awful and his hair doesn't help that's all I'm saying
3: I mean it's like be confident in who you are and what you look like but with him it's not that it's like his shit doesn't stink. It's like superiority. It's like he can do no wrong. And combine that with that hairline oh, and goodbye. I can't. Um, so- yeah. So it's Thanksgiving,
2: right? It is. It is. And I did not need to see him and his comb o- over stuffing a turkey crown. I I didn't need to see that at no. all. But what I did need to see is Jane. Jane's back <laughs> So bad.
3: Jane lots of good I side mean, characters this season
2: I love the side character side character work is outstanding
3: mm-hmm. I
2: will let you know I'm now convinced Jane's completely in love with Cleo and those two need to end up together I <gasps> convinced Jane's in love Ooh, with
3: Cleo twist yeah be great So at the dinner, Christian is confronted by Cleo and Jane basically by about um, why he feels the need to talk to other women all the time and get their numbers and approach them in bars and things like that, because he tells them that he was out and about, a.k.a. drinking in a pub, and he just ran into this American woman and invited her to Thanksgiving randomly. and. Cleo doesn't like that and she doesn't want him to hit on women constantly and let's be real that American woman was probably creeped out by him (laughs)
2: so creeped out because she didn't she was supposed to come to Thanksgiving and then she didn't turn up and I love what Jane once again says so did you meet any guys at the bar Oh, I love her. Or is it just girls you're talking to? And he's like, uh, um, you know, guys were like kind of passing through, passing through like he doesn't even he can't. Oh, I hate this guy. So annoying. Watching him trying to carve, and I'm not a I'm not a meat eater. Watching him try to carve meat in that foil tray. I wanted to just another reason just to punch him in the face. Like, I can't with him. I can't.
3: <laughs> I know. And he doesn't see what he's doing which is he becomes incredibly defensive whenever cleo is simply bringing up her concerns about things
2: yeah yeah and
3: that's why jane tells us she she thinks it's hard to believe that christian wants a serious relationship because that's all he does is get jump on the defense and um he doesn't he doesn't acknowledge how things that he's done might come off or how they've affected her. And he's playing, he's just playing so dumb. Like he's acting like, Oh, you, he just takes it. He twists it. He twists what she says. It's like, Oh, so I can just never talk to any women that I don't already know. And I have to ignore all women. Like, no, but you're talking about approaching women in bars and getting their numbers, yeah. and I'm uncomfortable with that. And he's like, well, I don't know if I can be in this relationship because you're just accusing me of being this, like, creep or whatever. And it's like...
2: I oh. said last week, I, com- I was ranting about his behavior last week, uh, meeting this girl in the pub when we get that. F- oh, he's so ridiculous. But I completely forgotten. Let's let's remember... This moron was drunk on a plane coming over and randomly sat next to two girls and started speaking to them. I think he's honestly, I need to sit him down and dress him down. I need to tell him exactly who he is because he evidently has no clue that he is a creep. He is not attractive. Nobody wants to be chatted up by him. So fuck off. That's my message for Christian.
3: Oh, mind your business. Just mind your business and pay attention to your girlfriend. Your girlfriend wants your attention and affections and to bond with you. And all you can do is like fuck off to the pub down the street and get some random American girl's number. Like, don't you see how that looks? This is your first time meeting Cleo. You should be focused on her. He will not admit that his
2: behavior is unacceptable and inappropriate. He will not accept it. So what he does is, like you say, he just deflects and is finding a way out. And it's like what Cleo is saying is completely rational. You are the one that is simply not accepting your terrible behavior. And why were they drinking red wine with with turkey? That was another
3: thing as well. That just got me. Sorry. (laughs) Another thing. I know. So after – so Jane leaves – she's like i don't want to be around this guy anymore i have to work in the morning goodbye and uh they continue talking and christian he continues to victimize himself to cleo and tell her that oh i just felt so attacked at dinner and she responds and then he gets defensive and she gets to the point where she's like I feel like anything I say is going to make you upset. She's at the point now where she's walking on eggshells around him to even bring anything up because he'll just jump down her throat about it. So she leaves and goes up to her room. And then he's like, how can I be with someone who just walks away? And it's like, how can she be with someone who doesn't take her feelings seriously? I
2: need her and Jane to move in together and live a very happy life together because that Jane protects her and loves her more than Christian will ever do.
0: Yeah.
2: So um that's it right for these dum dums. So everyone.
3: Yeah, that's it. Next episode, it looks like with these two, it's more talk about their trust issues and his great need to talk to other women. And that was it for everyone. It. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, guys, we're going to love you and leave you. Today, you also have our Wheel of Shame episode that we're about to jump on and record right now. Um, But um, that is about a um, mini-series we watched about an Indian cult leader. Um, So be sure to listen to that. On Friday, as we said, we are going to be back with our Bravo episode. We're covering Real Housewives of New York, which I can't believe I'm even saying that because Real Housewives of New York is the best franchise but this iteration is appalling anyway um and real housewives of orange county and everything that's going on in the bravo world as well as this week um it was delayed a week but we are releasing for our subscribers only only five bucks a month guys is um our deep dive into the documentary called the house in between it's on youtube free to watch it's called the house in between a paranormal documentary go and watch it kate and i are going to be chatting about it and that is going to be available only to our subscribers you can join right now if you go into your feed you see our subscriber only episodes click click on there put in your credit card details five bucks Bing bang bong! You're going to get an extra episode this week, an extra episode next week, and every other week from then on. So we're deep diving into docues of the wild, weird, and wonderful. Kate,
3: anything else? Um, you will also get our back catalog. By the way, if you join, you can listen to all our other our previous episodes. We've had some really good ones. Um, so yeah, go ahead and join. Five bucks a month, and um tell a friend about the pod if you enjoyed it rate us five stars on the app all those things they really help us follow us on instagram at Podcast. you can email us tenderlivingcarepod at gmail.com if you have any thoughts or suggestions on shows or anything like that and thank you for being here we'll see you soon we will see you soon indeed
1: Bye-bye. Bye bye bye